You're listening to the Technically Confident Podcast with me, your host, Charlotte Fuller. This is the podcast for the ambitious woman in tech who wants more and is willing to do what it takes to make it happen. I'm going to give you all of the tips, methods, and strategies you need to remove self-doubt, get over your fears, and build the confidence you need to live the life of your dreams and reach your highest potential. So strap in, enjoy the ride, and let's go get you everything that you deserve. Hello, lovelies, and welcome back to the show. Okay, so today, what I want to talk to you a little bit about was, is how to implement simple but effective methods to really overcome a fear of speaking up so that you can make your voice heard at work. Now, the first thing I want you to do is go back to our previous episode on implementing healthy boundaries, because Being able to cultivate and hold strong boundaries and implement those for yourself will allow you to feel more confident generally and more safe in your environment, which will allow you to then feel more confident. And confidence comes, allows us to speak up more effectively. So go back and go through some of those previous episodes and take some of the learnings, first of all. Now, I want to talk about why there is a fear of speaking up, really. And I think we can just put it down to nerves sometimes to say, oh, I, you know, I'm not really, I'm not really sure. Um, I haven't done this before. Whatever it might be, whatever you might feel nervous about or for whatever reason, it doesn't really matter. What I always think about when it comes to a fear of speaking up, being heard, is that what you need to think about is that, firstly, you wouldn't be in the room You wouldn't be on the meeting if you weren't valuable as a human being with something useful to bring to that meeting or that situation. So firstly, know that. And secondly, know that your voice is worth being heard. Now, for me, a fear of speaking up or a fear of a lot of things in the workplace, but specifically fear of speaking up comes from a feeling of not being worthy enough worthy enough to have our opinions heard, to think that we have something important to say, to feel good enough that we are scared of being shamed. So what I want you to do is actually work on the self-worth side of this. And I want you to go back to our episode on building confidence. I think it's episode number two. Don't quote me on that. (laughs) Take a look. And go through some of those steps that we talked about, about really eliminating negative beliefs and then rewiring a more positive thought pattern because what that will allow you to do is feel more confident in your ability to feel worthy enough to speak up at work. So firstly, go through those steps for me, please. And secondly, like I said, understand that your voice is really wanted and is needed and is incredibly valuable. Like I said, if you weren't valuable or useful to an organization, you wouldn't be employed and you wouldn't be there. Right. So just know that first of all. Now, from a practical perspective, what I want you to think about is get prepared and know your stuff. Of course, we will always feel more confident if we have prepared for a situation. So think about what you want to say in a meeting and then go ahead and do that. Now, I will always preach that we can potentially start small if we want to, if we're not really confident 
doing everything all, all at once. Maybe there are some very dominant characters in the room. Just start small. Answer maybe, you know, a couple of sentences. Speak up just a tiny bit in your next meeting and just start building that, that muscle, that strength over time. Now, the next thing I want us to think about is, and this is an interesting concept if you've never heard it before, but I hope that I can explain it to a good degree for you today or a basic degree that will help your understanding. So the next thing I want you to do is think about what we call our masculine and feminine energies and how we leverage those to our advantage in the workplace. And so everyone has both masculine and feminine energy. And to just describe this very quickly, masculine energy is doing energy, right? It is our ability to get things done, to execute, to, it is goal-orientated energy. Feminine energy, on the other side of things, is, and I want to stress that neither of these are to do with whether you're a man or a woman. Like I said, we all possess both masculine and feminine energies, but to different degrees inside of us. And so feminine energy is being energy. It's our ability to hold space, to follow a process as opposed to an outcome. It is our ability to receive and listen, be non-judgmental, to feel worthy. Self-worth is very strong feminine energy. And all of those things are really important. Now, what we need to know and understand in the workplace is that both of these energies have a place and should be leveraged at different periods of time. And so personally, when I was specifically working in corporate and when I wasn't aware of all of these different energies, what I would do is I operated from a very masculine energy archetype. Now, I won't go into empowered and disempowered energy today. It's a bit too much to cover in this episode, but I want you to know that some are better, some qualities are better than others in both masculine and feminine energies, and we want to be in the right space with them. But for context, what I used to do in corporate, because it's what I saw always, I didn't know another way of being, was I was very almost aggressive in going after opportunities I was operating from a highly masculine energy place. I was trying to control everything. I wanted to plow forward. And it was like, boom, 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 energy, if that makes sense. Like, let's go now, all of the things. Whereas what I do now is those things to a degree are still incredibly important. You know, we need to be able to execute (laughs) on what we want and we need to go after what we want and we need to lead and plan and on all of those things. Of course we do in the workplace. But what we also need to do is be able to be a little bit softer and more open-hearted. Now, I mean that as both men and women, so not just women. The problem with this, of course, is that it's not widely recognized in a corporate environment necessarily, or in a workplace as being the norm. So it's often seen as weak. But what I can assure you is that these ways of being are incredibly powerful and not at all weak. Now, the reason for this is that 
they essentially allow us to sit in our power and hold uh, space in the workplace for what we want. So what I want to talk to you a little bit about today is an example of how I use this with clients at the moment to achieve good outcomes. Because what we want to think about is firstly what we want out of life, out of our workplace, out of our careers, and how these different energies will work with that. So for example, we might be going after a promotion. Now, like I said, we need to do all of the necessary things that we need to do from a masculine perspective to go after a promotion. We need to tick the boxes, whatever that is. You know, we need to actually deliver on client work. We need to do all of the things that we need to get promoted. But what we also need to do, both in promotion and both in client work or both in in the workplace in general, is be able to cultivate strong wholesome, worthwhile relationships. And our relationships are truly where the power lies in our ability to be successful in anything, I believe. Because we need to remember that we're always dealing with people. So tick boxes, ticking off boxes or whatever you want to call it in getting all the things done for, let's say, a promotion are great. But if people don't bloody like you, <laughs> if you can't have a general conversation and you know, cultivate a relationship, then you're not going to get very far. You know, people like people at the end of the day. And so what we need to do is bring in some of those more feminine energies as well. So the way that I would do this, for example, with a client and the way that I do this every day, actually with my clients now that I have incredibly strong relationships with that I've worked with over the past sort of 18 months. An example would be where we have a daily meeting that I lead and I will lead it from a masculine perspective, understand where we are, where we want to be, all of that good stuff. Are we on track? Yes, no, etc. What I'll then do is take more of a feminine approach and I will sit and I will listen. Both of these energies working together. And what I might say is, huh, how are you feeling today? How does that feel to you? You know, I'm not anyone's therapist, of course, but what we want to do is just understand, allow people to bring their thoughts and emotions forward without dominating them. Because what this will do is just allow people to feel more trusted, to feel that they can share more, that they are in a comfortable place to be able to be themselves. Okay, so... What that does for me is allows me to build really strong connection with the people that I work with and my clients. Now, if something's going wrong, of course, or we need to make changes, I will switch back into into masculine energy and drive that forward where it needs to be. But do you see how the balance of the two energies working together is actually very beneficial, much more beneficial than me just dominating the entire conversation, driving people forward, not understanding where people are at, what they need, what is actually going to make the situation better and how that works in my favor. Okay, so you can do that if we circle back to the point of this episode in the first place in terms of how to, you know, handle a fear of speaking up. You don't have to speak all the time. Also as well, you can use some of the examples that I have. You know, if you feel 
that I have just then with Fireworth. If you feel uncomfortable, prompt questions more than anything else. Use a little bit of your masculine energy to just say, to listen, well, the feminine energy to listen, but then just say, huh, interesting. What do you think that means? Or how does, how does that make you feel? And then just listen, because that is much more effective than you actually trying to say a lot of things that might not actually, you might not need to say them. So just understand what is powerful and what is less powerful in a situation like this. Now, obviously, if you have a lot to say, if you want to speak up a lot, like I said, go back to just starting small, understanding what you want to say, knowing your shit, being prepared and just taking it one step at a time. But also understand that actually, if you are operating from both a masculine and feminine energy perspective in in very, let's call them balanced energies, you know, you're balancing them out in an appropriate fashion, then less often is more. Don't think that you have to say all the things to be heard. Know that actually when you just say something small and powerful, it can have a very profound effect on the people around you. And so I will leave you with that. Let me know what you think about this episode, about these concepts. If you want to know more about these types of energies and how they can help you, absolutely let me know. Contact me on Instagram or LinkedIn. Connect with me over there. I will put those in the bio here and let me know what you think. Okay, have a great day and thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the Technically Confident Podcast with me, your host, Charlotte Fuller. If you'd like to get your hands on my incredible and absolutely free 100 resources to empower women in tech guide, which by the way, is packed to the brim with all of the top networks, events, podcasts and books, oh, and influencers you need to follow right now, then all you need to do is go to charlottefuller.com and click the link at the top of the page. Or you can just use the link in the show notes. Super, super simple. I look forward to seeing you next time. All my love and confidence, Charlotte.